What's up, fanboys and fangirls? Welcome to another movie review here for FanboysAnonymous.com. I'm your host, as always, Tony Mango, and this is the Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi movie review. Kinda. Let me put this uh, in some different perspective here. Normally, I do a review point, and I'm going to try to give you a review point here, but the way that that works is usually it's a breakdown of the things that I liked and the things that I didn't like about the movie, and I talk about them as the hits and the misses and the balance between the two and, you know, whether or not I thought the movie was a hit or a miss in the overall perspective. This movie is a little bit different. I am very, 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 very disappointed in this movie in a lot of different ways. And at the same kind of uh, perspective, it's not a bad movie. But the more that I think about this movie, and I saw it about three hours ago from when I'm recording this, the more I think about this movie, the more I like it, and the more I absolutely hate it. So I don't know where I stand on The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi and the future of the franchise, because I don't know where I stand on the films that came before it. It's an odd circumstance here, and it's something that is not unfamiliar to me, because this has happened before, where... Um, a movie has come out and it has been part of a franchise and retroactively hurt what came before it. Uh, the best way that I can explain it is the Terminator franchise. If you have been following me from Fanboys Anonymous stuff and from Smartout Moment and you know, the all talk show and everything else like that, then you should be aware by now Terminator 2 is my favorite movie of all time. And I don't think anything will ever beat it. Uh, it's still just I enjoy the living shit out of it. Uh, I know the whole movie by heart. Uh, people have shown me still images of like a street light from the movie. And I've been like, oh, it's T2. Like that kind of a thing. Terminator 1 and Terminator 2. Absolutely amazing. Terminator 3. Absolute garbage. And everything that's followed it has proven that nobody knows how to make a Terminator movie other than James Cameron. I kind of feel the same about Star Wars now. And I know that some people are going to be criticizing that, and there's going to be people that absolutely loved this movie. And they say to themselves, how can you say that? And these are the reasons why no fan can ever be uh, happy, and some different things like that. And I don't want the uh, the discussion to be about, you either have to love it or hate it. And I don't want the discussion to be flawed. Now, there are arguments that you can make in why you like or dislike something, but too many people, most people, get bogged down in these details of the argument that isn't the argument. Uh, we're going to have a big discussion about this. This is kind of why I'm saying that this is sort of the movie review of The Last Jedi, and it sort of isn't. Uh, if you want to know my opinions about the movie itself, um, what I'm going to be doing is... I'm going to formulate my opinions a little bit more, and I'm going to write them out as an article on the website. And I know that reading sucks, but it's going to be a lot better to come off through an article than it is through a podcast. Because through a podcast, I can ramble, and I can backtrack different points of view, and uh, it's harder to kind of, like, take that all in. So 
if you are just 100% into my breakdown of, like, I liked this part, I didn't like this part, back and forth like that, that's mostly going to be in an article. But I will like to have this big discussion here about just the way that I'm approaching the movie. Because, as I just said, there's going to be an argument for people one way or the other. There's going to be people that hate absolutely everything about this movie, and there's going to be people that absolutely love it. And the argument that I keep seeing online that bugs me, that I don't want anybody to leave a comment with because I'm not going to acknowledge it as a valid argument, is there are people that say, well, people criticize The Force Awakens for being a safe movie that just repeated what happened before. This movie takes a bunch of risks. You can't be pleased. You can't like it when a movie takes risks, but then be mad when it takes risks. Yes, you can. You can be mad because the risk didn't pan out. Let me put it this way. I am a huge wrestling fan. If you do not follow this Mark at Moment stuff, then you are unaware of how I treat pro wrestling. But WrestleMania is the biggest pay-per-view of the year. And generally speaking, that is where they build up their biggest storylines. I have been upset this entire year knowing that the main storyline that they are going to go with is two particular wrestlers, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. The Brock Lesnar-Roman Reigns situation it can be summed up pretty simply. Brock Lesnar is a top-of-the-line, unbeatable type of person. Roman Reigns is who the company wants people to really, really support, but nobody really has supported him the same way. And there have been many years where they have tried this tactic of if we keep making him win, people will eventually like him. But the reason that people don't like him is because he keeps winning. And that is the fundamental flaw. They keep being stubborn about it. Now, is that match between Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar going to be the worst ever? Maybe. Maybe it isn't. My flaw with it is... We have spent an entire year building up to that, which means throughout this entire year, there's been a narrative being told that I haven't enjoyed because I don't like that narrative. It's similar to if you watch a TV show and you like, say, for instance, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. If you watch Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., then this reference won't be lost on you. If you do, uh, you don't watch the show then maybe it won't translate as well. But Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has had an issue, in my mind, where this whole last season was in a virtual reality world. And basically, it had to go one of two ways. Either the characters die in the virtual reality world, and it's all just failure, or they break out of the virtual reality world, and nothing really that happened in the virtual reality world mattered. This season, they're in the future, and it's a whole saving the apocalypse type of thing, so either they stop it, or they don't. And if they stop it, none of this mattered, really. If they don't, none of this mattered, really. The only reason that they're doing this is to take them out of the Thanos thing, and you can kind of see right through it. There's a, an overarching theme that I'm going with here, and that's the narrative of what is being told to me is the storytelling that I'm going to enjoy or not enjoy. With a pro wrestling event, if you are telling me the main storyline that I have to follow for months on end is not that fun, the match itself could be great. 
and the execution of that match could be great or it could be bad. We don't know until it happens, but the road to build up to that point is the fun of it. With Star Wars, I have enjoyed all the movies leading up to this. And this movie crapped all over them. This movie took risks despite everything that came before it. In the sense that the Terminator franchise took a story of John Connor is the savior of humanity. We need to go back in time to stop the Terminator from killing him before he was born. That way, he can be the savior of humanity and we can win. Terminator 2 expanded on that and made it, hey, what if we can even stop that future from happening and John can still be the savior of humanity, but we don't have to go through all that horrible stuff? There's two versions of the end of Terminator 2. One of them is, of course, spoilers if you have not seen the Terminator franchise, one of them is the main one, the, the canon story, which is they stop the T-1000 and the future is unknown. There is no fate but what we make for ourselves. That's the theme of the Terminator franchise. There's a chance that maybe it works and that Judgment Day doesn't happen. There's a chance that maybe Judgment Day does happen. And if it does, that it might be a little bit different or in the more realistic sense, it's exactly the same as what they thought it was going to be. There's another version of the story that I like better, which is Judgment Day is stopped, John becomes a senator, and they saved the day. Now, I'm not the type of person that says everything has to be that the heroes saved the day. I'm okay with a story that ends with, you know, The Godfather, for instance. The Godfather is about power and hubris and... When you try to be a good person by doing bad things, you end up becoming a bad person. That's the story of the whole damn thing. Uh, Terminator 3 takes elements of the first two and says, can you forget about that? Because we really just want to tell a story here about, like, wouldn't it be cool if this happened? Wouldn't it be cool if that happened? And it isn't. It's a flawed movie in every possible way. The humor isn't as good as the first two. The CGI isn't as good as the... Uh, Terminator 2 is, there's a lot of problems like that. And by the end of Terminator 3, it's, hey, what if none of this really mattered and we're back to just going back to the normal Skynet type of thing? It really didn't need to be said because Terminator 2 ended in a way that it could have potentially been like that. And it fundamentally said that one little bit of hope, nah, then we get Salvation, they try to do a couple little things here and there, but the overall theme actually is pretty good. It's that they're going to follow the pattern, that what they thought that they were going to pattern uh, themselves after, and, uh, you know, the Resistance is going to win, and all that kind of stuff like that. Then Terminator Genesis comes around, and they crap all over it, they make John the villain, and it's just fucking garbage. Star Wars The Last Jedi becomes a Terminator Genesis, where... By the end of this movie, the Skywalker's story is about failure. Everything about this movie is about failure. Everybody fails in this movie. 
everybody, except for, to a certain extent, Kylo Ren. But in failing, it isn't a matter of, well, I can't wait until the next movie where I get to see how the heroes succeed. No, the failure means that all of the movies leading up to this point have a different perspective than what they should. The story of episodes one through six is the force needs to be put in balance. So the force created Anakin. Anakin stumbled on his way to do this job and he became one of the biggest monsters of the galaxy. But through his children, Luke and Leia, mostly through Luke, he was redeemed, fulfilled his destiny, fulfilled the prophecy, ended the tyranny of Emperor Palpatine, the dark side is extinguished, and Luke and the rebels can rebuild. Luke will rebuild the Jedi Order. He will pass on what he, have, he has learned. Leia and company will rebuild the Republic. And even though there's still going to be bad people out there, it's not going to be a galaxy in turmoil. Force Awakens goes, what if that turmoil came back? But we're not going to explain anything. We're just going to just go with us. Just stay, buy into it. What if like the Empire was now called the First Order, but it was still the Empire, basically? And what if there weren't any more Jedi? Because we can't figure out a story if there were Jedi. And what if we have to hinge our hopes on a rebellion again? And The Last Jedi was a chance for them to take that story and prove that they could do something more than just rehash the original trilogy. And it proved that they didn't. They can't. This movie doesn't repeat The Empire Strikes Back in certain ways, and it does in certain ways. And I'm okay with the fact that it repeats some of those elements, but it doesn't do anything different, and it doesn't do anything different in the right way. The things that it does that are different are the wrong way. That's the problem. Because, uh, see, this is why I, I'm already 15 minutes and I'm just rambling, and I'm going to leave this unedited because I just want you to get my perspective about it. This is where I am about the movie, uh, that I, I'm rambling around and stuff, and this is why I need it to be an article. This movie pisses me off so much uh, because it ruined the story that came before it, and it threw it away in favor of telling a different story that you now can't go back on. There are problems with this movie on a movie-making scale. And then there are problems on this movie with just canon and just the series projection and honoring the lore and moving the franchise forward. A good way to put it, basically, is what if you were told that the next James Bond movie revolved around how James Bond died and was the bad guy all along? That kind of a thing. That's basically what this movie does. It takes the previous movies and it says all of it meant nothing. Can you focus please on these new characters that we made? Because we like them more. Uh, if you want more of my opinions about this kind of stuff, I'm going to stop rambling now about the fundamentals of this and just give you a quick breakdown uh, of some hits and misses just to make this a, a legit review point uh, to a certain extent. 
The opening space battle was really fun. That's a big hit. The Porgs are adorable. I really liked them a lot. I know that some people criticize them and they say that that was a little bit overkill. To me, it wasn't. They weren't stopping the Empire like what the Ewoks did in uh, Return of the Jedi. That was so dumb. I hate that about Return of the Jedi. They were just cute little penguin things. Uh, I am glad that Yoda returned. I have a lot of problems with Yoda returning. Uh, the way that he looked was terrible. The CGI was garbage. And what he did, I have problems with. And I'll get more into that in the article. But I do like that Yoda returned. And even though I hate that Luke died, which again, I'll get more into later, the imagery of his death was beautiful. And that was amazing. The other things that I liked about the movie... Um, uh, that might be it. That might be everything I liked about the movie. And then everything else is bad, kind of. <laughs> um, for instance, and I, I can't even list all the bad things. That's why this can't really be a full review point. But I, it's too hard. I There's too many things I disliked about the movie. But for instance, one of the things I dislike about the movie is Supreme Leader Snoke. We have no information on where he came from, what his backstory is, why he matters, or anything. Ryan Johnson said in an interview, you'll know enough about Snoke, or what was it, something like, you'll know as much about Snoke as you need to. So apparently all I needed to know about Snoke was that he died. That's it. That his character exists to die. And he doesn't need to. This could have been a story where Kylo Ren turned evil. Now, all right, let, mind you this, this isn't the story I would want them to do, but this is just to prove to you the fundamental problem with the storytelling here. This isn't a matter of the story itself. This is a matter of the storytelling. I, for instance, don't want the idea of Kylo Ren being evil and the Supreme Leader of the Galaxy. But if you want to get to that point, you don't need Supreme Leader Snoke in The Force Awakens. You start The Force Awakens off with there is an empire rising and the leader of it is Kylo Ren. The end. How did he become the leader? Well, that's what we're going to have to find out in backstory stuff, which is exactly the same as what we've got in The Force Awakens and the same that we got in The Last Jedi. We don't know. But we do know that Supreme Leader Snoke was nobody who did nothing and then died. So if we wouldn't have had Kylo Ren talking to Supreme Leader Snoke in The Force Awakens in any scene, and he conveyed the same information about going to Jakku and Starkiller Base and all that, then this movie would be exactly the same. Uh, the only difference is we built up this character to be somebody and the character was pointless. Uh, pr big problem with the movie, Canto Bite. A absolutely pointless. It took a whole bunch of time up, which I'm okay with time. I like my movies long if I like the stuff inside of it, but it took a whole bunch of time up to go nowhere. The whole point of it was just to get across a political opinion. And political opinions are okay, but they shouldn't be the whole point of a whole movie. Uh, and that was throughout the whole movie. Everything was just, fuck the establishment. Uh, 
which I agree. Fuck the establishment. But I don't want a whole movie about that. That sacrifices everything else. Canto Bite is Finn and Rose off on a side story that ultimately doesn't matter because they want to buy time and uh, they get DJ to hack the system, but he doesn't and it doesn't matter anyway. Uh, I hate that the Skywalkers are failures now, obviously, and that the whole future of the franchise rests entirely on this random Ray character, and Ray just knows everything that she needs to know. I mean, Yoda flat out fucking says it. He just says, there's nothing that they could teach her. She already knows everything. And people complain saying that she isn't a Mary Sue character. She is. She knows how to fight, how to fly, how to use the Force, and she has more uncompromising morals that are better suited to rule the galaxy for no reason whatsoever. She's a nobody. They literally say in this movie, you are a nobody and that you have no purpose to this story. And the point of the movie is just entirely to say that is the story we want to tell, that nobody is better than being born into a legacy. It's almost as if this movie was written by somebody who hates Star Wars. It's it's really strange. Um, there's a lot of response to the Force Awakens uh, criticisms, like Poe and Ray never meet. So in this movie, they flat out just go like, "Hey, I'm Poe. Hey, I'm Ray." Uh, Phasma and Finn should have been fighting each other instead of the whole uh, TR8R. Uh, who I I still don't even know who who he is. I think he's nines, but that's because they focus way too much on the fucking novels and stuff. Uh, the novels, of course, continue to be a, a plague where you shouldn't have to read all the backstory stuff to get all the information about the movies. The movies should be the main material and that other stuff should be supplemental. Like, I don't need to know where Snap Wexley is in The Last Jedi. I'm okay with that. If that's something in a comic, cool, sure. But I don't need to know it. I do need to know who Snoke is. I do need to know what Ray's parents uh, doing whatever the hell they were doing, what that was for. Finn's parents are nobodies. That would have been fine. Ray's parents being nobodies? I don't like it. I want her to be a Skywalker. That's the end of it. <laughs> uh, Praetorian guards, they're just the Red Royal guards with different weapons, so they're just rehashing familiar ideas. Snoke is just a Palpatine ripoff who isn't as good as Palpatine. It, it's just a, a problematic movie, and it, it boils down to a couple fundamental flaws. I keep saying fundamental. Number one, the Skywalkers are now complete failures, and the prophecy of the Force meant absolutely nothing. The sacrifice of everybody in the Rebellion before meant absolutely nothing, because everybody that fought to beat the Emperor and beat the Empire, in 30 years, they've already lost, and there's a new Empire, and the Republic is dead, and we have to start all over again anyway. So we are now heading into Episode 9, the exact same situation as in Episode 4. So, A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, and uh, everything that happened after that, before The Force Awakens, was utterly pointless. Uh, the movie spends too much time telling you, let the past die, but can't do anything but rehash familiar ideas, like the Snoke-Palpatine type of thing, so that proves that they're hypocritical, and that the future of the franchise is just Disney is going to do this 
shit the way that they want, and I'm not looking forward to it. So we're at about the 24-minute mark or so, and I think that that's good enough for me for now. Uh, people have been saying that future record, uh, future viewings of this movie, not recordings, you know, recording it, uh, future viewings of the movie make it better. Uh, I don't understand how I can watch this movie a second time and that it can get better because um, Luke still dies as a failure. And yeah, so that's my opinion uh, about The Last Jedi. Hopefully episode nine comes out and fixes all the problems and I don't think it will. So I guess I just won't like star Wars as much anymore because the originals that I liked are now a story about a bunch of failures that mean nothing. And the potential of the franchise in the future has me worried that they're not going to do anything that I like. So there goes a franchise that I was a big, big fan of. And I guess I can put that in the same boat as how disappointed I was with Kingsman 2 and how I no longer look forward to a Terminator movie and uh, everything else like that. Uh, as I mentioned before, I will collect my opinions a little bit more over the next few days and I will write up an article about just breaking down what I liked and what I didn't like about the movie in a little bit more detail and a little bit more coherent and stay tuned for that. But for now, um, that is it. Hopefully the next video I have for you guys is going to be a little bit more optimistic and we'll see. Um, if you want to be aware of when that comes out, hit that subscribe button and ring the uh, little bell that you can check off for notifications and follow us on uh, the social media accounts, fanboys anon on Twitter, fanboys anonymous on Facebook. And hopefully you guys enjoyed the movie. If you did, Leave a comment below. If you didn't, leave a comment below. All I ask is that you don't approach this from the flawed argument of Tony didn't like it because it took risks. It's not that it took risks that bugs me. It's that the risks didn't pay off. Um, I am not the type of person who thinks a shock for the sake of shock is good. I am a person who likes a shock to be a good shock. And if you can see the flaw in the argument there, then I think that you and I will agree about certain things and disagree about certain things too. Cause you might like the idea that the Skywalkers are failures. I don't. And that's the biggest problem that I have. Um, yeah. So very, very somber, bitter, uh, last Jedi review. I was really hoping a year ago, two years ago that I would have gone into this going, oh my God, this is my favorite out of all the movies. It's so perfect. It's so great. And instead it's the thing that um, is going to stop me from being as big of a Star Wars fan as I used to be. So take that as you may and may the force be with you, even though it probably doesn't matter. <laughs> all right, guys, I will see you when I see you. It's time for me to geek out. Adios.